All right, well, uh, let's hope that they do better. Of course, as I mentioned, they do play on uh, Friday night against, uh, beg your pardon, Saturday night against Melbourne Victory. And, of course, the A-League, um, it is uh, um, Adelaide United against Melbourne Victory. It's always a big game, but unfortunately, Adelaide United in a bit of a slump at the moment. And to uh, maybe tell us and enlighten us and tell us a bit more about as their skipper, and that's uh, Michael Jacobson. Uh, Michael, thanks for joining us here on the round ball. All right. Uh, Michael, now the obvious question is, and what everybody is asking, I mean, you started off, uh, lost a couple of games at the beginning of the season, went on a bit of a roll there, and you what, won four in a row. We thought, OK, away we go. But uh, it's been slim picking since then. So in your mind, as a captain and as a professional, what, is, what has happened? What's going on? Uh, yeah, we haven't got the results that we that we should, to be honest. Uh, we've made too many mistakes and uh, never been consistent. So, uh, yeah, a lot of things have gone wrong. Uh, we, uh, I think we have we've performed better um, in the last two games. Uh, obviously, the results have not come our way, um, but I think the football we played has been have been better. We had some really bad games before that, um, and even one of them we won. So that's a bit lucky. Um, but yeah. Um, as I said, the football is getting better, uh, so we're still confident that um, that result will come. We, we're doing everything we can on the training pitch to eliminate those uh, those mistakes that um, that cost us goals in in the matches. Yeah, you're right, Michael. That you know some of the games you've played very well. Uh, you start off very well, and then there's things just go wrong. And and when you concede a goal, you seem to drop your heads a little bit. Um, is it frustrating for you to see that you look like you got them up against the ropes, and all of a sudden, the end after 90 minutes, you've lost the game. It is frustrating when you when you're dominant in possession and you and you create like I, I looked at some of the some of the stats against uh, Sydney and, and Perth. We had uh, 20 goal attempts. Uh, we only hit the target five times, and uh, the opposition they they hit the target seven times and they scored three goals. So uh, that is uh, frustrating. Um, and again, it comes down to the quality in in in, in the front. Um, last third and also the the, the defending uh, last third. So we need to be sharp on both ends, um, and especially in the back. We need to be better uh, defending um, as a team. Uh, we can't give away easy goals like we've done uh, in the last two weeks. Yeah, Michael, you, you spoke about the defensive there, leaking goals. Has um, Gershon rectified going... Because he likes to go man-on-man defensively. Have he's worked on trying to change it, or is he just trying to improve and communicate what he actually wants in that defensive zone. Yeah, we're not we're not changing anything. It's uh, it's about getting better. It's um, doing the, the things proper. Um, so as you said, it is sometimes man man against man in the back, uh, um, and we need to be better communicating when when someone is going all the way from the left to the right just to yeah. give it to the next one instead of following them through. Um, so yeah, it's a lot about communication. We've had that. Um, Subject up a couple of times uh, the last two weeks. Um, that, it, that has to be better. Um, we need to to be more cool uh, to watch each other on, on the pitch. That yeah. helps us uh, heaps. Yeah, that showed a little bit last week. Too. You know, so you got someone like Castro who likes to roam around. It makes it difficult for defenders, doesn't it? Who to go with him? And, and it showed those couple of goals last week. You've probably got dragged out of position when you probably some players shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, that's why players like Castro, they're good at that, drifting around, um, getting away from, from 
from the zone where you used to be, and that makes doubt from for the defenders. Um, but we should be good enough to handle that. It's uh, we were not good enough um, last game to do that. But I think if we if we sharpen up on that and, and uh, yeah get that last percentage uh, on our communication, we we should be hard to beat. Um, and we've, we've shown before that we can beat these teams and we, we can be solid in the back. So we're still, we're still positive and still looking forward and, and, and know that we can, we can win against all teams because we, we create lots of chances uh, going forward as well. So that's, that's the positive thing about it. Yeah, will, will we see... Um, I know Bolland played in the youth team last week. Will we see him back this week? And also uh, James Troisi, will we see them playing this week? Uh, I think they're they're following the programs. I don't know how far they are to be honest. If they are, are ready for selection now, um, but yeah, I know Bolo have been involved now for maybe ten days, uh, so he should be up for selection soon. Uh, James is still um, tracking along as well. Um, I saw him out on the pitch today, so it's it's possible getting some more players back as well, uh, so we can strengthen the, the the squad as much as possible. After the loss against uh, Perth Glory over the weekend, Michael, uh, your coach of the bake, did uh, pinpoint one play and uh, had a bit of a go at him saying that he wasn't good enough for the A-League and that's Ryan Kitto. Now, uh, you're the captain. Um, what do you make of that? I know there's certain things you can and you can't say, but it's not good for the player's confidence when out in public, which we believe you should be do behind closed doors, pinpoint a player for saying he's not good enough to play in that team. Yeah, um, it's... Uh, I think sometimes you get heated in the moment as well. He, he's he's angry with us um, because we don't deliver and, and took off uh, Kido half time and, and it's easy to blame someone. Um, but as I said to Kido as well, it, it, it's not only him because we have a lot of players um, deliver under average. Um, so we win as a team and we lose as a team. Um, but yeah, we we all supportive of. Uh, of what Kido's running around doing, and we're trying to support him as much as possible to build up his confidence. Um, so yeah, it's it's one way of uh, approaching stuff, um, and you know, there's other ways as well. So that's a great chance way of doing it, and we just need to yeah to do what he wants and, and do it better. Um, he has high demands on on all the players. Um, so yeah, I think he wants to see a reaction from us. Well, you uh, got a good team to get a reaction. You beat them last time round, Melbourne victory on uh, Friday night. Uh, without your former coach, Marco Kurtz, uh, uh, it could go two ways. They've got a, another coach coming in. Uh, normally we know what happens when there's a new coach. Things turn around and Melbourne haven't been having a great season. But I guess you've got to be careful of the wounded bull uh, this Friday night. Yeah, um, I think we we have to look a bit at that. Last game we played against them, we were very dominant. Um, there's a lot of positive we can take out of that game, uh, leading into to Friday night. Um, so for us, it's about looking at the positive things at the moment. Um, and yeah, as you said, there's a new coach coming in, so he might have new ideas. Um, but I think in such a short turnaround here, I, I don't think he can he can change up too much. Um, so yeah, we, we we're confident. It's um, it's a strong side we're up against, and it, it's the derby, so it's. It's a one-off. We want to win this game. Uh, and, yeah, that, that's the attitude from us uh, all the way through. And hopefully we can uh, we can pull out a performance for, for 90 minutes this time. Michael, you must... You know, I know it's a little negative press at the moment, but you must be happy with the young boys, especially uh, Louis Dorigo and Alessandro Toure, just with their progression this year. You know, they've become regulars, when they've, when, uh, especially when Toure's been 
with the team he's been away with international juice so is the rigor but once they're here they seem to be regular players yeah uh, I'm, I'm really happy with the way that they are they're performing and, and um these bumps on the way I, I think they will they will benefit from that in the long run as well um it might be a hard period but they learn so much from these uh these hard periods um sometimes if you come in a team where there's a lot of success all the time when they then meet the uh, the, the losses and, and it's not going that well, then it, it can be very hard on them. So now they're learning from the from the beginning, uh, which I think is uh, is a good thing. Um, not for us that we're not winning, obviously, but for them in the in the in the future, um, they can look back. Oh, they've been hard times. So I think they um, they only well with it. And um, as you said before, they've been been outstanding. Uh, I don't think anybody before the season would say, oh, this is the year that. Those two boys are going to come in and, and, and do so well. So they have really uh, taken their chances and uh, they just need to go on with it. Yeah, they've done very, very well. And just finally, before I let you go, uh, Michael, uh, we were talking about this earlier in the show. Uh, of course, you've been here a couple of years. You were in Melbourne City before you came to Adelaide, coming from Denmark, uh, where the climate is completely different. Did it take you long to get used to playing football in hot conditions as opposed to cold conditions, what you were used to? Uh, I had a, a two-year period where, where I played in Spain, um, and that was pretty much like here, like really warm as well. But they put the games like really late at night, so um, it was a bit colder. Um, but yeah, it, it is a period you need to adapt. Um, what I remember from my first season in Melbourne City was uh, especially the pitches. They're really, really hard compared to what you're used to, so I had a lot of issues with my back and my uh, my calves. Unfortunately, um, but I haven't had anything since uh, after my my first year there, like proper injuries. Uh, so I think I've uh, adapted pretty well. But I, I think you can see from a lot of people coming from overseas that they always struggle a bit with injuries and they have to adapt to the weather um, because it is it is very different. It is uh, it is on a whole other level. And even in saying that, uh, Michael, what about the coaches? Because they, obviously, in Europe, I'm talking about the overseas coaches, they come here and you've had a couple, and all of a sudden it's uh, 38 degrees and you're training in 30 degrees. Do they do they see that they can't really train you as hard as they did if it was, like, minus five? They, do they have to get their head around that as well? Yeah, they have to adapt as well. Um, when it's really, really hot days, we are, we're mostly training in... Um, like very really early in, in the morning to to not get those uh, four degrees days. Um, so sometimes we'll, we'll get in at seven o'clock to start at eight. Um, so it, it is they they adapt as well. They they need to because you can't run around in forty plus degrees and, and have a proper session. It's it's way too warm. Well, that's fair enough. All right. Well, uh, Michael, uh, thanks for your time uh, this evening here on the round ball. Uh, big game on Friday night. You really need to turn it around. You need the fans to come back and uh, the whole of uh, uh, South Australia are behind you. And let's hope you can uh, take away the points on Friday night. Good luck. Thank you very much. Okay, take care, Michael. Michael Jacobson, the uh, coach, uh, not beg your pardon, the captain of Adelaide United.